0: Start spreading the news what is up, everyone? Welcome to episode 13 of Start Spreading the News, presented by Capital Sports Media Network, from high school to the pros. CSMN is the Capital Region's home for everything sports. This is your host, Kyle Milligan, here to talk some Yankees baseball. It is not easy for me to talk Yankees baseball these days without becoming super frustrated or throwing a tantrum, but we will do our best here, like we do always. We are missing our host, Trevor, today because he is working, but we do have some great guests joining The show today, we will get to them shortly. But exciting news. There will be start spreading the news takeover in the Bronx tonight against the Angels. Check that out tonight at Capital Sports MN. It'll be Trevor and I having some fun in the Bronx. few things going on around CSMN that I think you Yankees fans or just baseball fans in general should be aware of. Two new great blogs from CSMN baseball reporter Jimmy Miller. One is MLB 2021 All-Star Game finalist, The Biggest Snubs. And the other is his latest picks for Major League Baseball's biggest awards. So make sure to go check that out. Host of CSMN MLB podcast, Call to the Bullpen, David Payne, wrote a blog last week, which was Call to the Bullpen, MLB midseason, all underrated team. A great read and will help you find all the players who are falling out, but given not enough credit for seasons that you're putting together this year. Again, great MLB blogs by CSMN baseball reporter Jimmy Miller and Call to the Bullpen host David Payne. You can find those on our website at capitalsportsmn.com. Also, there is an awesome giveaway going on right now at CSMN MLB podcast. Call to the Bullpen is running on our social media platforms. And guess what? They're giving away. They're giving away an awesome signed Marcus Thames picture who is the Yankees' current hitting coach and once player. It's very... Easy to enter. Just go to one of our social medias at Capital CapitalSportsAmand to find all about it. Just go to one of our social media at Capital CapitalSportsAmand to find out all about it. Okay, let me reel you back in here kind of to talk about what we're really here to talk about. That is Yankees baseball, of course. Since we dropped our last episode last week, which was episode 12, a lot has happened since then. And before we get into it, as always promised, here's your least standings. So the standings are not looking great. We got Boston in first place. That's never a good thing at 48 and 31. I mean, they're just having an awesome season. And it's really, really sad to watch. Right in front of our eyes, literally this weekend. And number two is the Tampa Bay Rays at 47 and 32. They're only a game back from the Red Sox. At number three is the Toronto Blue Jays at 40 and 36. They're six and a half games back. At number four, second and last in the division, are your New York Yankees at forty. In 38, we are seven games back. Not good, not great. We'll get all into that. And in fifth place in the basement is the Baltimore Orioles at 24-54. and Hey, at least we're not having as bad a season as them. I mean, we have no excuse to be as bad as them, but it's not good. They're 23 and a half games back. Let's get into your recaps. This is usually your host Trevor's shining moment, but since he's not here with us today, I will give you a shortened recap of the seven-game week we had, an ugly week, but it started out with the Kansas City Royals, who showed up to the Bronx, and the Yankees took two out of three games. Garrett Cole pitched game one and pitched great, only to get the no decision because our guy, Jonathan Lasagna, had his worst outing of the season. He gave up four runs in two-thirds innings, and that was enough for the Royals to take game one with a final score of 6-5. to five. The Yankees went on to win games two and three of the series, with wins from Mike King in game two and Jameson Tyone in. In game three, the Yanks go on to win six to five in game two and eight to one in game three. Then the Yankees traveled to Boston and take on their longtime rivals, the best rivalry in sports, the Boston Damn Red Sox and the New York Yankees. Well, let me tell you, it didn't go well, ladies and gents. The Yankees got swept, lost all three games of the series with L's from Domingo Herman, Jordan Montgomery, and of course, our ace. Garrett Cole. We lost game 1 5 to 3, game 2 4 to 2, and game 3 9 to 2. An absolutely awful week, and I'm just absolutely grateful that I didn't buy tickets because let me tell you, no matter what ticket you bought this weekend as a Yankee fan, You regretted it. And uh, let me tell you, in about 30 seconds, we will bring in a guest who did buy tickets, and I'm sure does regret it. We'll get into all that. A very good friend of ours here on Start Spread the News is joining us very, very soon. The Yankees are now in the middle of a four-game series with the Angels, and Game 1 last night ended in a 5-3 loss. Anyway, let's get into our topics, and to help me get through them, will be two incredible guests, starting with CSMN NFL reporter Mike O'Brien. He may be an NFL expert, but the man is a huge Yankees fan, too. Mike, what has happened to my guy? It's great to have you here today.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just can't wait for football season to start so I can stop having to worry so much about the Yankees and have some sort of release, but uh, glad to be back on the show. Hopefully, I can redeem myself from uh, the last time I was on here, made myself kind of look like an idiot, but... It's totally fine. I'm hey, man, ready to l- talk l- let me tell space.
0: you, let me tell you, I found myself the other day saying I can't wait for football, and I'm a Cowboys fan. So, you know, that has got that tells you that something's wrong here with the Yankees, and you actually had the chance, or should I say the curse, of getting tickets to the Yankees versus Boston game in Fenway this past Saturday, and the Yankees were not able to get the victory. In fact, they weren't even able to get any victories over the weekend. You did a CSMN Instagram story takeover and gave our followers some great content on saturday night but unfortunately you did not get to see a great game mike i'm kind of just i kind of just want to kind of hand you the mic here and and let you vent we will get into the yankees season here and recent struggles in a minute but specifically tell me about this game on saturday man were you able to have a good time despite an absolute pitiful performance from your new york yankees
1: i mean i had a good time like I mean, I, I opened up the Instagram takeover saying that, like, this was the greatest rivalry in sports, like Mike O'Brien versus Boston. Um, but to be quite honest, like, the Boston fans absolutely loved me. I was I was surrounded in all directions by Boston fans. I had one Yankees fan, like, three or four rows up. And she was with her husband, and he was a Red Sox fan. So it was even, like, by association. Were they we the ones that
0: got engaged? There was an engagement?
1: No. And no. You, guess what? That's the engagement was one of the only things that I was able to cheer for the entire night. The <laughs> engagement and the DJ home run were the two things that I was actually able to celebrate. Everything else was me either going up to celebrate and then crashing back down into my seat as, you know, um, an infield pop fly scores, a sack fly run. Like it was just completely deflating because going into that game, I was thinking in my head, like, okay, we're zero four against the Sox this season. Like, Maybe I'm lucky enough that we're going to be due for a win, bats will explode, uh, maybe J-Mont will have a decent start, it, which, I mean, when you look at the numbers, he really didn't have that bad start, but I just figured we were due for a win, and to go out there and make ourselves look so so lethargic. And Embarrassed. Just so, it
0: was embarrassing, man. It, and and it, you, said you, is, you said you retreated well by Red Sox fans, like, what's up with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's because I'm just a a realistic Yankees fan and not so over-the-top with the whole, like, yes, we have the best player at every position, and Aaron Judge is one of the best players that we've ever seen in baseball. He's bigger than Rob Gronkowski. He can put the ball out of the park. I don't know. I just felt like I was calling the Yankees out all night for being so lethargic and just not really having any fight. And the Red Sox are the complete opposite so it's like
0: they do the little things, man. They do the little things.
1: And they they show the hustle. And it's like when you have so much talent and they're just walking around the field like I posted one time. DJ had a decent night, but there was one ground ball at second base where it's like he doesn't even charge it. He just lets it come to him. And the guy beats it out, beats out the throw to first. And it's like like those are outs and chances that we're just letting walk out the door.
0: Dude, I I, I can't, I can't believe what happened over the weekend. I I mean, like I can, like I I was going to buy tickets to one of these games and I was like, I just shouldn't, I I just shouldn't do this. Like I'm not going to have a good time. And and like, if I sat there, Mike, and you know, you say you're the realistic Yankee fan. I'm realistic as it gets, you know, I'm doing a podcast for the Yankees and I sit here week in week out and I call out every single one of these Yankees, but I, I can't sit inside Fenway and be embarrassed to watch my team play how they do, man. They just, it, it just week in, week out, day in, day out, man. It's just like they they don't want to be there. You know, there, no. there's no, there's nothing that you look at the this Yankees roster and say that guy. You know, there's not that guy right now. There just isn't from top to bottom. No, it and I honestly like
1: for a while for me it was just Gio Rochella because like. Every time the Yankees would lose, I'd be like, well, at least I got to watch Gio Urshela make some crazy diving play or, like, make start a couple triple plays this season. Like, I was flagging down other Yankees fans on my way to the bathroom just being like, dude, like, can we just, like, cry it out for a minute? Like, can we just, like, embrace each other for a second because Road we home. are surrounded by all these Red Sox fans just, like, throwing it right in our face how bad we are. And all we can do is sit here and acknowledge just how awful got we nothing. really are.
0: Tip of the cap. You got us. Exactly. You got us. That's all there is to it, and man. It's
1: like, I don't understand at what point, like, are we going to say that someone should get fired?
0: Like, Well, how, well how that's what I it? actually want to get into. That's what I actually want to get into here. I, I have plenty of questions here that I do my best to answer for our listeners here week in, week out. But sometimes... I just don't have the answers. So I'm going to you here with some questions that I really just don't know the answer to, Mike. It's clear to me there's a bunch of problems with the New York Yankees. I've watched so many games. I find something new to point out, and I'm like, that's the reason why the Yankees are so inconsistent. And then the next day, I'm watching the game, and I'm like, no, that's actually the reason why the Yankees are so inconsistent. And it's something new every single day. So if there's one problem that you can think of and name right now that stands above all, What's the biggest problem with the New York Yankees this year? Well,
1: it's a complete lack of culture. Like, I don't know. I I think back to the ALCS last year. And it's like this team in comparison to that team where you had DJ LeMahieu in game seven, like putting one out of the park, everyone's all fired up. Like in comparison to this year, it just feels like they're going through the motions. And even the hustle guys like Brett Gardner, are letting, you know, ground balls roll to them into the center field and guys are scoring off of it, taking extra bases off of it. Like, I I feel like the first Red Sox series, I feel like it might have been Verdugo, hit like some weak ground ball in the center field and ended up taking second base just because Brett Gardner didn't charge the ball. It's like, can we have some urgency? Like, this is Yankees versus Red Sox baseball. Like, I don't care if you think you have all this talent. I don't care if you think you're just going to like wait your way through these slumps. Like someone has to be the catalyst. And I don't know why nobody has stepped up and been the catalyst for this. And I I truly think this is an Aaron Boone problem.
0: I I love that, man. I love the fact that you point to urgency and, and just lack of culture because it's clear. It's absolutely clear. And that has nothing to do with on the baseball field, man. That's all to do with the locker room. And and there you go. I, I heard you say it at the end there. My next question to you is like, it's not only about finding the problem, it's about addressing it. How how do the Yankees address the culture?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many Stern talking to, like, Stern talking tos it's going to take for Aaron Boone to really figure out that, like, you can't just hit a playoff home run and make a life and career off of it and just be on this bench. Even when he does things to, like, fire up the team, I've always felt that he's not very good at being – that energetic like angry mean you know catalytic you know guy in the locker room like um people point to like that whole situation where he's chirping the umpire and he's saying my guys are savages in that box like that was great, I don't know, it, was I great that. it was a great
0: quote it was a great quote
1: it was a great quote but i felt like people didn't include the following quote was like hey he's throwing a great game out here and like the rest of that entire soundbite was not that great. So I just feel like we need someone who isn't Aaron Boone, like someone who is going to be a hard-ass and then someone who's going to really get on these guys to have some urgency in in the clubhouse.
0: So, Mike, we got some Yankees fans listening today. I can promise you that. And what can these Yankees fans realistically hope for for the rest of this year? What can they hope for? Give them some give them something
1: mike i mean <laughs> i don't know like i mean i've been watching a bunch of triple a like the triple a guys oh, are killing no. it right now like you're let's send honest, them to the, the
0: rail a- riders I-, I asked you to give these guys one thing to hope for for the yankees no. and you're sending them to the rail riders go watch the script. They go- <laughs> they're killing it they
1: are having a great know. season i just think this is if we're going to see, like, the guys like Judge, Giancarlo, even DJ, who's, who's super quiet, if we're going to see them kind of develop into these leaders that we expect them to be, like, it's going to be now. Obviously, tonight against the Angels, like, Giancarlo was able to get his hips open and absolutely blast one, but, like, it's going to take more of just, you know, being the guy to step up and put a ball in play. I mean how many times are we going to have to watch Aaron judge strike out in these huge situations? And it's like, yes, he does put up the stats. Like, what does he have? Like 19, 19 home runs this year so far.
0: I think 17. But, yeah. Something like that.
1: Okay. So at the same time, like, I feel like every single time he hits one of these home runs, it's in like, not in a great, it's not in one of these big positions, I guess. Like yeah. one of these great spots to get the hit. So yeah, I don't know what it's going to take. I just feel like someone has to step up in the big moments And like light a fire under these guys. Usually it's a guy like Brett Gardner.
0: I don't know what's happening. I don't know anymore, man. It might be might be his time to go. We gave him a two year deal. Anyway, Mike is sending our listeners to the uh, Rail Riders, so they're having a great season. Go check out the AAA uh, Yankees affiliate because they are playing great, and you know hopefully we start to see some of those guys on the major league level because you know the Yankees are in desperate need of a spark, and if it has to come from our AAA team, it has to. But I think a lot of Yankees fans want to see a trade happen. And, and, you know, that takes that takes work. And, and let me let me get into this whole Red Sox issue, because it's an issue, by the way. We're 0-6 against the Red Sox this year. We owned the Boston Red Sox for two years straight. Like, let, let's make that clear. What is going on right now? I mean, how do the Red Sox go from bottom to top in just one year? It's got to be, you know, the manager. You know, Alex yeah. Cora.
1: Yeah, I mean, I felt like that's an easy, easy question to answer. It's like Cora was great prior to last year, and then he takes the year off or, or whatever happened. Okay, easy
0: question. Let, let me let me take this even a step further. Does that go to show how important the manager is, and how how we have the wrong guy? I, I mean, it, the same thing happens, Mike. I mean, it's two thousand seventeen losing the playoffs, 2018, losing the playoffs, 2019, losing the playoffs, 2020, losing the playoffs, that's four years, those are all Boone's years, right, he had 300 win seasons, and last year was a disappointing year, and we don't get it done in the postseason, it's the same message every time, you know, what we're seeing this year in his post-game interviews are the same ones, if you go back 2017, it's the same thing, Alex Cora wins a championship, gets, gets, uh, you know, on uh, paid leave for cheating, and then, he co- and then he comes back, and all of a sudden, here he is again, you know, first place Boston Red Sox for a team that's not even nearly as talented as the New York Yankees. I mean, does that tell you right there that, you know, the the biggest problem is is the manager? It's Aaron Boone.
1: Yeah. And I feel like me and my dad kind of talked about this as soon as he was hired. It was like, OK, like the guy's a Yankees legend um, just for that, like that big moment. But like, what does he know about managing a baseball team? And, I mean, obviously there was talks prior to this that, you know, the Yankees were trying to move in this analytics direction and they kind of wanted to hire someone that they were able to kind of use. I don't want to say a puppet, but someone who was going to be able to follow that whole analytics, like, mindset that came in from, like, 2016 on. Um, But, yeah, I I mean, I just go back to those conversations that me and my dad had. What is this guy truly know about managing a ball club i mean you you see how much talent we have and over the past three years like what good is all this fuel if you don't have a spark to start the
0: fire you know what i mean yeah no no doubt and speaking of fuel and sparks here's my last question to you mike do you ever you know look forward to watching a yankees game anymore like tomorrow (laughs) hey i'm going to yankee stadium tomorrow mike and i'm like Man, like, I bought these tickets when the Yankees were hot. The Yankees are not hot right now. You know, I'm a little scared about tomorrow. Of course, I'm going to have a great time. It's the Bronx. It's the zoo. But, you know, like, the Yankees got to turn this thing around. And do you look forward to watching games anymore? Honest answer. Be honest. No,
1: it's funny. I I told my dad earlier today, I was like, hey, you want to turn on the TV and torture ourselves for, like, four hours right now? (laughs) And he was like, actually, I'm going to watch, like, the West Wing or whatever TV shows he watches. (laughs) And... I don't know. It's just, it's really brutal. It's really brutal. We Tonight, have, I thought man. maybe for a second we were going to come back. But even, I think the nail in the coffin was not only losing, like, our sixth game. Like, I had never imagined that we'd be going into July without a single win over the Red Sox. But the nail in the coffin was Garrett Cole going out there. It was a Sunday.
0: Mm-hmm. Like Sunday. Like, we were going PM. into
1: Boston thinking at least we'd leave with one win right because we'll have that sunday game maybe we can ride the ship go home play a nice series against the the angels but it's like at this point i'm buying tick i'd be buying tickets to go watch Shohei. you know what i mean
0: it's- oh man oh, don't say it oh man i'm going tomorrow to watch Shohei. hey oh, i'm <laughs> gonna bring the content man I, you did it you got you went through this you stuck it out in Fenway. I'm going to have a much easier life tomorrow. I'm going to be right there with the Yankees fans booing the Yankees if we're not. Because, dude, it's not even about, like, everyone gets mad, you know, Yankees fans booing the Yankees. Like, here's the thing. We expect so much out of these guys. And it's, like, it's not even that we expect so much. We expect the little things, you know. We expect guys to look mad. We expect frustration. And we just don't get it. We don't get it. We just don't. Get it, man, and to see teams like just teams full of heart like the Boston Red Sox that do the little things. You know, players like Xander Bogarts, you need more of them on the Yankees. Players like, you know, Rafael Devers or or players like Christian Vasquez, you need more guys like that. You just do. And look at the San Francisco Giants. I'm going on a rant here. Look at the San Francisco Giants, man. They have, you know, nowhere near the talent that the New York Yankees have. They're in first place in the division with the Los Angeles Dodgers and the San Diego Padres. In it, it starts here, yeah. Mike. It starts with your heart. I'm pointing at my heart, listeners, and the Yankees don't have enough of it.
1: I think too. It's like, okay, it, we we have a Red Sox team right now that represents its fan base, and like the Yankees right now are representing everything we don't want them to look like. Like the parts of New York that are extremely wealthy the parts of New York that kind of fan their eyes at sports and fan their eyes at getting their hands dirty. Like this, this, their stadium is in the Bronx. So like,
0: and they're not even getting good we'll showouts. They're not even getting like, good yeah. showings no, because of, of that. And
1: we're supposed to have like this, this nice, neat and clean look. And, and that's always been respected. But at the end of the day, like Yankees have always been like gritty and, and willing to, Getting the scraps, Alex Rodriguez and Jason Veritek. Like, even though a lot of times we can have the bad guys like Alex Rodriguez, at least like, you know, there's that fire, there's that spark, and we just don't have that right now. There's no evil
0: empire. There's no. It's the it's the sad empire. Exactly. It's the it's the you know the past. It's it's in the past. The evil empire is in the past.
1: Yeah, they just show up, collect the check, go home, feeling different. It's like, man. That's how baseball is meant to be played.
0: You know, Mike, it's always great to talk to you, but I have to admit, you didn't you didn't make my night much better. You didn't make my <laughs> night much better. But listen, man, I'm oh. going to the Bronx tomorrow. I'm going to have a great time, and, 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 you know, just thanks for being you, Mike. And listen, we have some exciting things coming up in football. Let's look forward to it. Uh, pay attention. Mike and I have some big stuff for you coming up um, very shortly in, in the month of July. So get ready for that. The CSMN is dropping with Mike leading us as our CSMN NFL reporter a top 100 CSMN list for the NFL. So, you know, pay attention to that. That's going to be great stuff. And Mike, we're excited for it.
1: Yep, we got that. And I got a blog coming out within the next 24 hours uh, talking about who I think Tom Brady was referring to in that HBO um, interview when he said, um, you guys decided to stick with that mother effort. And it's not Mitchell a Trubisky,
0: according to, to him. So. That, that's great stuff. Pay attention to that. Check that out at capitalsportsmn.com within the next 24 hours. We'll let you know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Stay up to date. Mike, thanks for coming on tonight. I really appreciate you.
1: Appreciate you. Hopefully next time we'll be on better terms.
0: Next time we'll be cheering for the Yankees in the playoffs, man, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a stretch. Have a good night, Mike. Peace, brother. On to our next guest here. Let's bring in a friend of the show, and Yankees superfan, Will Thomas. Will, good to have you here finally, man. I'm, I've am i been waiting for this one for a while. What's going on?
2: Not much. Just crying myself to sleep over Yankees baseball mostly.
0: Yeah, man, same. Going to the stadium tomorrow too. So really uh, excited to watch Shohei Otani play. I was just talking to Mike about it. And, and before we yeah. become frustrated, let's start out with something sort of kind of positive but also disappointing, the man you vouch for during his prime de- time days, I will say it. During his worst days, Gary Sanchez, the man has played really well of late, and at least he had a really good stretch. You know, maybe his last seven, you know, or, or maybe not last seven. His last series against Boston was not good. Um, it, you know, was Gary Sanchez, you know, your guy snubbed of an All Star finalist um, All Star game finalist spot?
2: Uh, technically, I would say he was snubbed, but at the end of the day, just he started playing so well too late. Um, now that it's all up to the fans and the coaches have no say, he was pretty much screwed. Even his own fans don't like him. So once <laughs> besides was, you, I found Will. out, besides you, exactly. What I'm saying, somebody else has to get on the stand. <laughs> but, um, it, it was tough. I knew he, once I found out on Sunday from uh, your co-host Trevor, that there wasn't any coaches decisions anymore. I got real upset because I knew Gary had a great stretch. He probably had the numbers. Um, but he turned it up a little too late, unfortunately.
0: Now, I have to ask you, you know, the scary talk has been going on for a while. Is Gary Sanchez the catcher of the future for the New York Yankees?
2: That's tough to say. I mean, he's got one or two years left, I think, before he can even become a free agent. With all the young guys they drafted, I think they drafted two guys, two catchers.
0: I think three, and three straight years, first-round picks, so yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so I think the Yankees are at least lined themselves up to move on if this isn't like if Gary can't do this for the rest of the year, and um, it'll be an easy exit. I hope he's with the team because I do think when he's at his best, he is one of the most talented catchers on his position, and nobody can really do what he does on the offensive field. But, uh,
0: no doubt about it. I mean, I mean the the you know stretch of games that he had there, like twenty. I think I want to say like fourteen games, just. An absolute monster stretch, and that was, you know, Gary Sanchez of 2017. You know, that was All Star Gary Sanchez right now, and and, and who would say, you, you know, on this Yankee squad, it's you said you're crying yourself to sleep tonight. Who who would you say needs to step up the most in order to become a championship contender this year? I mean, it has to be on the Yankees roster right now because this is who we got. So, who who out of the Yankees roster right now who has, has to step up?
2: Right now, he's got to be going to I mean, the defense, it's been okay, but he's still probably negatively in the analytics. His offense has been non-existent. He has no power anymore. He's just been a complete and utter disappointment. That brings you to whether you have to consider maybe going to get Corey Seager, he's available, trading for Trevor Story. You just got to think of something that's going to maybe get this team out of this rut, and not only now, but the future.
0: Yeah, man, and that that's a really good point. I mean, Glaber just doesn't look like himself. And to be honest with you, he didn't last year either until the playoffs. You know, so he yeah. has shown flashes. He he has it. You know, it, it's there. The talent is there. It's just not consistent. And it's like, what yeah. what do we do about it? You know, there's nothing you can really do besides watch and be sad about it because you just know. You know, you know the potential this guy has. You know, we, we've we seen it firsthand. You know, we've seen all-star um, Gleyber Torres twice it's just it's really sad and and last year you know since that spring training since he showed up to spring training and Cashman has said that he was a little bit out of shape like it's been bad since then besides last year's playoffs like I said and that accounted yeah, for nothing
2: he is a big time player and he shows up in the playoffs but if we can't even reach it it doesn't even matter
0: yeah I, I definitely want um, to continue that glaver uh, Torres conversation in future weeks but right now we have to talk about the Yankees skipper and Aaron Boone and obviously a lot of you know we'll, we'll kind of wait on the Aaron Boone talk that'll be a later question but obviously a lot of talk about Boone this year and he has shown clear signs of straight frustration and I, and I'm gonna play some here for you here's Boone on if the Yankees need to make roster moves in order to be better this season
3: right now. Well, we can't wait around for that, Kenny. We 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 have the people in that room to get this done, and we expect more of it ourselves. We've got to play better. We've got to be more consistent in every area, starting with, you know, me leading this group. And uh, you know, we can't wait and look around for you know a a, a magic uh, move to to make us better. The bottom line is we have a lot of really talented people in that room, capable of a lot. Uh, and and frankly it's been there a, a fair amount, but but we've got to be more consistent if we're gonna be uh the team we expect.
0: There he is, Aaron Boone on if he thinks the Yankees need to make a move right now. And you know, it does it seem like it has to happen outside of our roster because you know, there's just nothing there right now that's working. Absolutely nothing. The Yankees sit in fourth place right now, seven games back from the number one spot in the division. The roster they are putting out there will at this point is just it, it can't be a championship roster, it looks like. They have shown no signs of being a championship contender. So I, I ask you what needs to happen before the trade deadline.
2: I mean, the most glaring issue's gotta be center field and really the outfield in general. I mean, you got Judge, he's a stud. He's all star. Probably gonna start the game. You have Clint Frazier, the worst defender in the league. <laughs> Miguel Andujar is learning how to point left field kind of still. And Brett Gardner, who is a corpse of a human and should not even be on the process.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, center field definitely needs to be addressed. Would you say um, back end of the bullpen or starter um, it comes second?
2: I would say a starter because you have no idea what you're going to get out of Kluber and this year. So if you're going into a series and right now who's your two starters? Like Jordan it's Garrett
0: Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Cole first. And then after that, I mean, you kind of flip a coin.
2: Yeah. It's either Domingo Herman, who I don't like. I don't think anybody with good morals likes.
0: Very, very uh, inconsistent and just bad okay. bad rep.
2: You have nobody that you go into a playoff game. Or even at this point, you're definitely looking at a wild card game. And You're starting game one with either Jordan Montgomery or Domingo Herman. Yeah, not good. And if you advance in that wild card,
0: and that's not good. (laughs) That's that is definitely not good. And who's one Yankee you would say where you're where you're just like he has to go, like like this guy's got to go, whether it's a trade, uh, cut, something, man, that guy's got to go. Who is it?
2: It, I I love Clint Frazier. I mean, he's... Whatever you want to say, I don't really think the Gold Glove nomination mattered. Last year, was 60 games. I'm sure he might have figured something out. He's statistically the worst outfielder in the league right now. Um, he can't hit, so whatever he was hitting last year helped maybe shadow some defense, but he can't hit the broad side of the barn. And it's just it's painful to see, because he has so much talent, and it's just not showing up on a baseball field.
0: Yeah, and, and I want to, you know... The thing about Clint Frazier is just, you know, he's always had something, you know, whether it's, you know, the concussion, the social media, like people, a lot of people over the summer were saying that, um, not over the summer, over the offseason were saying that he hates being a Yankee. It's just, you know, there's always something with him, and it, and it just doesn't seem like he has the value that he would have had two years ago. So it's kind of like, you almost feel stuck, and you don't want to feel stuck with a 24-year-old that you know has talent, but... At this point, it just is that, and and it really does suck. But let's get um, back to Aaron Boone here. Here he is again after the Boston sweep, and how much the sweep will affect the Yankees after starting to find their swagger again, is what he quoted last week. Here he is
3: by uh, the sweep. Yeah, I mean we get popped in the mouth here. You know, play a couple of tough games the first two nights, and then get you know, you know, kind of blown out today and. You know so you know that's that's a serious punch in the mouth and we've had a number of times this year you know really where you know you can say it even though it's it's only june you you got your backs up against the wall you know we're in we're in the toughest division in baseball um with with some really good teams that that are ahead of us in the standings and you know we've 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 got to dig ourselves out and we've got to be more consistent and we've got to you know keep our foot on the gas, um, you know, especially now as we start an important homestand.
0: So everyone has a different opinion on Aaron Boone, and a lot of people have similar ones, but everyone's got a different reason, a different, you know, thing, but a lot of Yankees fans want him out. And, Will, I'm asking you, Will, what's next for Aaron Boone? What's the situation here?
2: I don't know what this season is, if they're going to just let him ride. But his contract up at the end of the year, and if House Steinbrenner and Brian Cashman bring him back, they Brian Cashman needs to be fired, and Steinbrenner needs to sell the team because he just says the same stuff all the time. We're closed. guys are controlling the zone, all this other stuff that means nothing. And It's he the same message. Saying,
0: it's the same message since two thousand seventeen.
2: Yeah, it's just I I wasn't the biggest Ferrari guy but at the same time, he at least would go at that. He would try to get something going. Yeah, and I don't think I've ever seen Aaron Boone talk to a player trying to get something out of him. As, even as your third base coach. Phil Nevin, I believe, should. If they're going to fire him, bring in Nevin. I know he he's fiery. He's already gotten <laughs> coaching interviews. Just Bring him in. I don't even care at this point.
0: Phil Nevin. Well, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. What I was saying to Trevor uh, over the week is – you know, Aaron Boone, you know, if Aaron Boone goes, it's got to be an in-house hire. You know, it's got to be an interim manager for the rest of the year. You can't bring someone in from the outside in the middle of a season. There's no one that knows these Yankees better. He might not be the manager for us, but there's no one that knows these this Yankees roster better than Aaron Boone a- and the other, obviously, coaches that are in that locker room. So it's got to be, you know, someone, whether it's Mendoza, whether it's Dames, whether it's, you know, Phil Nevin, but will a move be made in the middle of the season? What's the likeliness of that happening? Give me a percentage of the percent chance that we see Aaron Boone go. And what does it take to, to pull that trigger?
2: As much as I'd love to say 100%. It's realistically at 10% maybe, and that's probably like high it. There's no way. He's, I don't think they'll fire him this season just because his contract is up at the end of the year, so... Really, what's the difference at this point if you're just going down tubes?
0: Me either. There's no difference record wise. And, and you know, there's no difference that it's going to make, huge difference anyway, that it's going to make for the New York Yankees this year. But let me tell you, it would be one hell of a message. And I think it would be kind of saying to the players, nobody's safe. Go out and do what you can for the rest of the season or else. You know, I think it would have to, I think it would be, you know, maybe, I think if, if Arabu goes in the middle of the season, it's going to happen. Right at the start of the All Star break, that's that's where I think it's, it'll happen.
2: It's got to be soon because if they hold on to it for too long, the season's going to be gone anyway. Right. So they got to yeah. they got to if they're going to do it, they got to make up their mind fast.
0: The yeah.
2: All Star break's in about two weeks.
0: Yeah, it's it's got to happen. And we'll I want to thank you for coming on. We'll have to get you back on when Trevor's here. All three of us will really have a good time. But man, let's let's hope that there's good times ahead, good days ahead, because. What's going on right now, I think Yankees fans are all sick of. And we're, you know, it's not funny anymore. You know, it's not a joke anymore. We're about, we're more than a third into the season. Like, it's it's no joke. Like, this is the Yankees team that we have, and, and we're not winning with it. So, there's no joke about it. But, Will, thank you for coming on today, and we'll definitely have you on sooner or later with Trevor. Yeah, anytime, Kyle. I'm going off. All right. There he goes, Will Thomas, a very good friend of the show and mine of Trevor's. We work together. Huge, huge Yankee fan, and, you know, he's crying himself to sleep tonight. But I will do the same thing. Before we go, I want to give you all a quick look ahead. It starts in Yankee Stadium today. Starts by the new staff. Trevor and I will be there for you all to follow along. We lost game one against the Angels. We need to go out and get game two. You know, I'm sick of losing. That's four in a row. But, hey, you know, it's the end of June. And we see ourselves with our backs up against the walls already. Now, uh, this usually happens, you know, it's a September thing. For the Yankees, it's June. And, and that is not good when we all pick the Yankees to win. A lot of MLB analysts pick the Yankees to win this year. They were expected to win. They were expected to win 97 games. Let me tell you, that's not the case right now, and that's not the spot we're in. And because of the way, it's it's 100% because of the way that the Yankees have played this season. There's no one else to blame besides, you know, the talent that we're putting out there. The potential that they have, the not even potential, we've seen it happen before. We've seen every single one of these guys perform, and none of them are performing. You know, I don't want to say none of them because there are specific guys that are doing their job, but, you know, it takes more. It, it really does. It, it just takes more. And it's just the reality of the situation is that the Yankees aren't who we thought they were. And until they show us otherwise, you know, we're going to continue to sit here and call people out. That's all we can do. You know, it's the most we can do. We can't go out there and win baseball games for you. And let me tell you, you wouldn't want uh, Trevor and I out there. We we really wouldn't. You know, hey, we'd have some passion. I'll tell you that much. Anyway, you are what your record says you are, and the team is a uh, is holding on to 500 for absolute dear life. And we have three more games against the Angels here this week. Jameson Tyone tonight versus Andrew Heaney. We will be there. Content for you on our story. Go check that out at Capital Sports MN Instagram. Domingo Herman versus Red Hot Shohei Ohtani on Wednesday and Jordan Montgomery versus Griffin Canning on Thursday. We then have the Subway Series, which is, you know, something to look forward to this weekend, I guess, if you want to, you know, torture yourself for another weekend. The first three games set is at the stadium. The Mets will come to town, start spending the news. We'll not drop an episode next week. We'll be taking off the 4th of July weekend. We'll be back the following weekend, so we'll be probably dropping Monday the 12th, with that, which actually marks the All-Star weekend break, so we'll recap everything that has happened before this All-Star break, and maybe, who knows, we'll have a new manager, Will, and I just talked about that, who knows what's going to happen, anything could happen in these next two weeks, but we will be there on Monday the 12th to recap it all for you, and to look ahead to what's going to happen in this second half of the season anyway. That is it from me here today, thank you for listening to Start Spending the News, presented by Capital Sports Media Network. From high school to the pros, CSMN is the capital region's home for everything sports. Trevor and I will see you tonight at the stadium. In fact, we're on our way right now. Go Yankees. Let's turn this thing around. I mean, for the love of God. CSMN founder, Kyle Milligan, saying peace. Happy 4th, people. I'm out. on, everybody. This is Kyle Milligan, founder of CSMN. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Capital Sports MN and find all of our content on our website at capitalsportsmn.com. Peace out, everyone. God bless.